Should we? Can I just go? Yeah, I think just uh, what? Yeah, it was before his circus. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do uh, it's a short chapter, chapter eight, page one seventy one. Uh, we really had gone through this chapter at least partially before uh, Sukkot. Um, but uh, I guess just for the sake of this going in order and uh, going beginning to end, we'll, uh, we'll touch back um, on the chapter. So last week we spoke about the idea of Shabbos, Kedusha Sazman, and this is a continuation where we're talking about Yom Tif. When it came to Shabbos, so, he, so uh, again, there's going to be a, a lot of similar themes, but the idea of Shabbos was that Shabbos, there's certain mitzvahs of Shabbos, but the mitzvahs of Shabbos largely pertain to not doing malacha. Right, so you're celebrating Shabbos by not doing, right? And that's just that's an interesting thing. I just wanted to you know talk about that for a minute. It's like, right? How do you celebrate something? Right, Rav Hirsch, for example, when he talks about like the Taimei Hamitzvahs. So we have like mitzvahs asays and mitzvahs leisasays, right? And and there's a, there's a certain categorization of mitzvahs that look at it between asay and leisasay, right? The Ramban, you have positive and negative. But the truth is, Rav Hirsch says that those categories they're useful for certain things. But, but it also falls short, right? So, for example, Shabbos, which you have a mitzvah, Asay and Leisasay, right? It's, the Asay is Shabbosay, and the Leisasay is Leisasay Malacha, but it's meant to be a positive thing, right? The, the mitzvah, let's say, of Gid Hanasha, which is a Leisasay, is really meant to remind us of something positive. Right? So just because it's written as don't do, doesn't mean that it's like a negative kind of thing. It could be actually meant even Pesach, Chametz. There are positive, you know, implications of negative mitzvahs. So that's something which is just uh, important. We'll speak in the next section about, you know, how, how sometimes even negative, like don't, uh, the Isser Arayas can also have a positive aspect. But we'll get to that, uh, you know. But, uh, but so Rav Hirsch understands Shabbos, you know, by abstaining from Malacha. What you're doing is, you know, Malacha is creative activity. Right? And so, right? That's what, that's what Malach is, right? Uh, you know, it's always, it's creating, it's taking something from nature and changing it, right? So by not doing Malacha, what you're doing is you're saying that I am not a creator, right? That the real creator is the Rabbani Shalom. Right? So there's a positive message there. And so, you know, that, that's an important part of Shabbos. But again, ultimately, it's hard to have chizuk and a geshmak in not doing something, right? It's like, okay, I'm, I'm not turning on the lights. Like, you don't get a geshmak. Shaking a lulav, you know, there's something that you're doing you can get a certain simcha out of it, but like not doing something, and that's what we spoke about last week is, is creating that context, right? And so the two ways is through Havdalah, right? By what you don't do, and then by Kiddush about what you do, right? So Havdalah is don't do, don't treat Shabbos like the rest of the year, right? The, the things you eat, the way you dress, the way you talk should be different. And then Kiddush, the things that you do, and the preparation that you have in your Shabbos Suda, the things that you learn, the things that you, um, that's how it has to be different. Um, now, Yamtif, so Yamtif obviously will have a lot of the same, but there's a little, some, some additional components, right? Because Shabbos is every week, and ultimately, you know, it's, uh, it's the same thing every week. So, that, first of all, tells you how important the, the ideas of Shabbos are, but it's a little bit, you know, a little bit more difficult to get that, uh, you know, Yamtif is something which is mamish, it comes three times a year, or, you know, you want to expand it a little bit, a couple of more Yamtivim. I don't know if Shevivim is yet elevated to the level of Yamtif, but you know, it's a, right? It's a, and, and it's like a one week, you know, extreme, you know, moment where you can mamish, delve into that atmosphere of living in the Ananiya Kavit, living, you know, uh, on a high back to Kail. You have mamish a week where you can really, you know, uh, can really, really, you know, uh, access, you know, those, those old days. 
He says, uh, he says, you know, Shevet Levi all year round was in the base of Migdash, but all the other Shvatim, they were working. They were mamish working, right? The Shevet Yishurin. But Yom Tif, they stopped their work. They came up, right? It wasn't just, you know, a, a, a you know, reunion. They were coming up. They became Shevet Levi again, right? There's halachas like that. The halacha is Benegei Tumah, right? That the uh, Amaratzim are considered Tomei the whole year, right? But on Yom Tif, then everyone's considered a Chavir, right? On Yom Tif, everyone is elevated to that level of, of Shevet Levi. Everyone is elevated to that level where you're supposed to leave your field, just like the Levim all year round. They don't work and they just trust in Hashem all year round. We leave our fields, we go up to the base of Mikdash, and we're once again part of Shevet Levi. Um, so, uh, and even though only Kehanim could do the Avaidah, right, page 172, ultimately, you know, uh, the Kuzri describes Yantav as a time that one has been summoned as a guest to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's table. We're invited to come to the Beis HaMikdash to be his guest, and, uh, and really to, to, and to be able to take something out of that Yantav is very, very important. So now, obviously, how do you do it? So, each and every Yantav is rich with opportunity for spiritual and family connections, right? Yantav is a great time for family. We have guests, right? And, uh, and there's, uh, there's, sometimes there's a conflict, right? Yom Tif is a vacation, right? Ultimately, right? Uh, you know, especially not every, you know, some, uh, you, you know, not every Jewish business could take off on uh, this Friday or next Friday, right? It's not always, you know, the, the, the non-Jewish calendar, you know, Sundays doesn't always stim, right? So Yom Tif is a vacation, you're home, your wife wants a little change of routine, the kids want to go on Chalamay trips, you know, your family, your parents want you to come to them. They want you to come to the hotel with them. And there's conflicting interests. You want to have Yom Tif and you want it to be elevated. But there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on. And there's never going to be a perfect situation. That's important to always remember, right? We're not looking for ideal. Ideal isn't the Olam Haba's ideal, right? We're looking is to try our best, right? So you need to proactively create some structure for Yom Tif that will support a spiritual experience of reconnection. You need to, it's vital. Again, we're a couple of months off of our next Yom Tif, unless you want to count Tu Bishvat and, uh, okay, even Purim, right? Yeah, These are all, what? You have to count Tu Bishvat, what? Translate and close, right. What? Little Nacht, Little Nacht is, what is it, tonight, right? No, 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 it's Friday night. Friday night is Little Nacht, right? I'll tell you, there's a, Little Nacht. I'll tell you something cute. I don't know if you can. Uh, they say this over from Rabzelig Ruven Bengus. Right? He was the Ravin Yushalayim. He says, How come the Hasidim don't learn Nittelnacht? He says, The Gemara says that Isaiah uh, Ha'ish, that, uh, right? The Yashka is Nidan in Tsaya Rasachas, right? Every day he's judged in burning hot dung, right? So the Gemara says, Every day he's Nidan in Tsaya Rasachas. Paisha Yisrael, right? So the question is, Where do they get the Tsaya Rasachas from? Where do you get it from? Right? You heard this from me? So the Gemara says that if a person is is paisik he's mavatal teira, machil and oisay gachale rasamim. They feed him burning hot coals, right? So, so the Hasidim, so nitalnach, they 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 bittal teira for a night. That way they get fed the hot coals and they could produce the teira sachas for the uh, All right, <laughs> um, but. Uh, um, Right? But, so again, but so, so this preparation, you need preparation. Without preparation, there's nothing. Nothing gets done. A person, without preparation, you're not going to accomplish anything. You can't just fall into a Shabbos, like we said last week. You're not going to fall into a Pesach, and, you know, completely busy down to the wire, and yet expect that the Lel Seder, you're going to have this amazing experience for you and your family. This doesn't happen. Preparation is vital. Now, you could try to you know, learn something special every day, maybe daven in a different minion that daven is a little bit slower, going to a tish, getting together with B'nai Aliyah, singing and kumzitzing. Yom Tif, you have to prepare it 
to do something that's going to, right? You know, Karan Lapiansky told me back when he was, uh, you know, a kid and he grew up in the, you know, the 60s, 70s in America. He's already went to Eretz at a pretty young age. He says, you know, the only show, there was Chaim Berlin, there was Lubavitch, and there was YU. Those are the three places to get Yamtiv Chizik, you know, back then, right? That's where Chaim Berlin and Lubavitch became such big things. Okay, if Salvechik was probably more Lumbus this year, but uh, it became, you know, that, that, was, uh, that was where you went. Uh, you know, these were, they were way ahead of their times, both of these people, right? And then it was, Baruch uh, Hashem, now there's so many different things every night of Yom Tif you could go but you have to go to them you have to make the effort you have to get together to do something that's going to be uplifting now those that have the means to go away for Yom Tif need to ask themselves honestly do I come back uplifted from Yom Tif or not right? often the posher and more expensive a getaway is the less uplifting it is Hush of a guest lectures notwithstanding, right? The endless amount of food, exciting activities, need to network, make it impossible to really take an interest in the spiritual. Again, and you have to know that. If you've done it in the past, evaluate whether that was the best thing for you when you came home, you feel like you got something out of Pesach other than, you know, 10 pounds, right? And you have to, you know, and I'll tell you something, you know, uh, you know, even, even family, right? So it's, it's an important thing. You know, Aaron told me himself, I think I can share this, you know, that he, uh, I was speaking about, you know, making a Pesach Seder, going away from Pesach, you know, you know, staying home. You know, you know my kids are younger because there's a tremendous value of, of being at the Seder with grandparents and, you know, and, and relatives. There's something important there. And, and my, I did that for many years and it's uh, tremendously valuable. I grew up, you know, my grandfather was left there a few months ago. You know, every single Pesach he was by us, and was, you know, even though he was an American, you know, uh, public school teacher, but it was, it was, you got something tremendous out of it, and you don't want to, you know, but he told me that, you know, in his own, uh, you know, when he was a certain age, he said, he used to go to his shver, Finkel, and it was all the kids were there, and it was packed, and like, he felt like his kids were missing out, and then he made his own say at a pretty young age, and he was able to give his kids the attention, and it was, you know, something very special for him. So, you know, it's, it's, there's, everyone has to know his own situation and make that balance, you know, weigh the benefits, positives, you know. But again, the idea is, is, is your, your goal should be, how am I going to leave Yomtif being elevated and actually gaining something, right? You might consider bringing help into the house instead. Instead of going away, instead of spending X amount of dollars, stay home, but hire extra help, right? A cleaning crew, catered meals, so you're home, but, uh, you know, but you have some of, the, some, some of the luxuries of the hotel, right? Even as a statement to the children, it may be said, right? We don't go away for Yom because Yom is a time for connection and not disengagement. And being away is not a, is not a connecting place, you know, at least not with, with the things that are important. Again, you know, this is not a conversation that, you know, we're getting into. It's been argued in the pages of the Yated and Mishpacha. All the important people have offered their opinions over the last 50 the years. What? The fun part is over. It's over, yeah, you can go. Tomorrow, same time, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Thursday morning. <laughs> oh, nice. You made it fun. If you leave it now, is that now? Okay, you made a great joke. I mean, I like jokes. <laughs> All right. Um, right. So again, but everyone, you have to know again. And if you do go away, because that's the dynamics, and the in-laws pay for it. And if you don't go away, it's you know there are ways you know to 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 capitalize in the hotel. Try to it's difficult. Whatever it is. Again, we're not here. Orlando, yes, no. The point is that you need to you need to make sure that you're gaining. Yumtiv is too valuable a time, and it's very attainable. I, I'm telling you, you can do it. Anyone can do it. You have to just you have to prepare, right? There are many complicating factors, and it's not always possible to optimize Yumtiv. But if you get an appropriate amount of thought and at least ask yourself honestly, what venue and regimen will give me the best chance for a spiritual reconnection? Then you're on your way to finding a spiritually satisfying Yumtiv. You know, I, we we say by nice. Ravan says it always. Like you know, Yumtiv. 
You know, so there's the basics that, you know, the, you know, that whoever's preparing the food makes every year, right? It's, you know, but, you know, you also want to try new recipes. You don't want to have the same thing, even if it's just three times a year. It always, you know, my wife is always trying new things, trying a new recipe. Yom Tif is the same way. There's so many svarim out there. You know, you already did, you know, the Sif Seichayim. Next year, try the Svas Emes. Next year, try the Reb Tzaddik, right? There's so many different options. There's Mamash, a smorgasbord of, of different approaches. And each one, you know, is different and could bring... You know, try something. Every Yom Tif, you know, always Pesach for sure. You know, Haggadah Shal Pesach. There's millions. I beg everyone, already starting from Purim, go to the Svarim store and look through some Agada, see which one, and then go through it. You're, you'll come into Pesach, it will be literally a game changer. I've always found Sukkot to be the most difficult Yom Tov, me personally, because like Yom Nerayim is like heavy and you know, you prepare for it. So Sukkot, you know, they're preparing, right? When you have five days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot and you're usually busy with, you know, the hectic times of Sukkot. I found, you know, me personally, I found Sukkot just the hardest time to prepare for, right? Because again, the 30 days before Sukkot, you're busy doing tshuva. You're not focusing necessarily on, on Sukkot. But again, you know, even any little, every, you know, every, it's, it's every minute you invest in it, you'll reap the dividends. It's far more. And, and, and you'll, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's very, very valuable. And Yom Tif is something which really, it's those three times a year that you can emerge from a Yom Tif and you'll feel you don't have to be on a high madrega. You don't have to be a Rebbe, a Tzaddik, a Rosh Yeshiva, a Balmusser to emerge from a Yom Tif, actually elevate and you'll be able to notice it yourself clearly. It's going to be clearly recognizable. I don't know how long it's going to last. These things can wear off, but something which is, is absolutely attainable. Now he says, up to this point, we discussed the venue. Equally important is the preparation. If Shabbos is made by preparation, then Yom Tov is doubly so, right? We spoke last week about schwitzing in the mitzvah, and you should get involved in the preparation for Shabbos, even, even if only a little bit. You do some work for Shabbos, right? While the Torah focuses on the requirement to appear in the base of Mikdash, right, and the Avaidah, right? Yom Tov is about the Avaidah, Eilu Regal. Chazal focused just as much on the journey. Right? Well, aliyah l'regel, right? It's not, you're not there, right? Aliyah l'regel means going up. Right? What they're focusing on is not being there in the base of Mikdash, that's important, but it's going up to the base of Mikdash, that journey, right? We talk about, uh, you know, mayafu pamayich basnadir, right? How beautiful are your steps in shoes, right? What are we talking about? The one says, that's aliyah l'regel, right? We're not talking about being there, it's the journey. The journey is as much an important part of the process, right? The preparation. But we don't actually go to Yushalayim today. We certainly can make getting to Yom Tov into a journey. We start out 30 days before by learning Halacha. We dedicate 15 minutes a few times a week to learning something inspiring. Right? That was one of the great things of COVID. I mean, not, not that they were great things, but you know, when everyone was Zoomed, there was so many, you know, Pesach, Sukkot, there was so many great shiurim that were like, you know, every night or a few times a week, Rav Aaron went through Sifrei Maral, you know, before Pesach. There's so many things that you can do. I mean, we're doing Yaimi literally on everything, right? We can do Yaimi, we're making programs, there's apps and shiurim, but you know, sometimes then it's too much. First of all, it could paralyze you, right? You look at the Torah anytime, you just get a headache, just even just looking at the app, because you just don't know where to go and you end up just doing nothing. Right, and also like it could be just a kind of you know uh, you know a little bit uh, you know you're not you're not doing it right. You need to find something, find someone that you like, and then just stick with it. You should engage in physical preparation, cleaning the house and making matzahs for Pesach, building the sukkah, acquiring a little of an esrik. Right, you can do all the great services that do these things for you, but you're missing out. Right, mitzvahs were given to us as physical activities. Again, fulfilling the mitzvah is physical, but they're preparing as well, right? Although you can fulfill the mitzvah by eating matzah baked by someone else, you're missing the spiritual dimension of zeya. Right? We said Shabbos, there's the zeya of a mitzvah, the sweating for a mitzvah. I went once, I, when I, was, I went through the Hilchus Pesach one year, and I went through the halachas of the Arab Pesach matzahs, and I'm like, you know what? 
This seems to be the ideal way to do the mitzvah of matzah, is Erev Pesach, because Shulchan Aruch brings it down. And I spoke to my friend who uh, owns a matzah bakery, his father, and he says they have a hundred mashkich, you don't have to worry about chamas, they do it. And so I went and I picked up Erev matzah. I mean, they're there with bekishes and shtreimels. It was a simcha, right? Your mamish, you're sitting there. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, it's something which is very, very beautiful. Building a sukkah, putting up the decorations. These are a geshmak way to do a mitzvah, and it makes the kim of the mitzvah that much more personal, that much more meaningful. So again, last week's Shabbos, this week we speak about Yom Tif. It's vital, it's essential that we prepare for them, that we work towards making them meaningful. Because again, we all complain, where is our, you know, you have no spirituality in our lives and we're so busy. We have built into the Jewish calendar once a week, a few times a year, literally that are meant to give us that steroid, meant to send us back to Kailal, meant to send us back to Shevet Levi, meant to send us back to the Anani HaKavid. And, uh, and if we don't take advantage, then we're losing something which is just so essential for Yiddishkeit. All right.